When I was growing up, I went to an all-boys school till I was probably about 12 years old, I think. And I wanted to recount a story from when I must have been probably 10 years old. So we had this foreign exchange trip at school where we all would go over to France and then we would stay with someone's similar age to ourselves and their family and then however many months time they would come over and it's kind of like an exchange program. So I went over to France and when I was there I remember there was a girl there called Marina and I was staying at her house with her family and we got on really really well. We had like good fun and had a laugh together. That's about as far as it went, as far as I was concerned, right? It was just fun. I didn't really give it a second thought. About six months later, when they came to have their turn to come to the UK, there was a kid who was three years older than me called Barnaby. And I remember just before they arrived, he was like, oh, you think you're so cool. You think this girl likes you. She prefers me. And I was thinking, well, I don't care. I mean, I was young enough to realize, don't know what this guy's problem is. But he was a lot bigger than me, obviously a lot stronger than me. Three years at that age is huge. He must have been, I don't know, at least I think he was three years older than me. So when they came over, this kid was just in my face the whole time, essentially bullying me. She doesn't like you. She prefers me. And then like he was holding hands with her and then he was like turning around saying, yeah, that's what you get, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> during the whole process I was just thinking I don't really care like I don't really understand what the big deal is here like this guy has just got a huge problem with me looking back on what happened at that that time obviously there's some mate protection going on there from from the older guy right he he obviously liked this girl and he was doing whatever he could to prevent me who he deemed as someone who was a potential threat to him so he was bullying me he was doing all these things he could to be as they say alpha in these situations and it got me thinking about how many times i've seen this similar type of behavior in my adult life if you go to any bar you'll see this similar behavior from guys that are insecure and what they try and do is put everyone else down because if they put everyone else down, it means they're above them. And it, I, I just think it's the wrong way of living your life. You should be bringing people up. And if that means bringing them up to your level, then it means you need to keep growing and keep getting better rather than trying to pull people down to make yourself feel better. You know, there's so many examples of this on a night out. Like if you go into a social setting and you get talking to a girl who who's there and she has no romantic intent towards someone in their group and you can tell that he likes her he's going to be over there interrupting you telling her what an idiot you are doing all of these things in the hope that one day she'll like him back i understand how it feels to be powerless around a woman that you like right? i get it you like her she's not really showing signs she's into you and then next thing you know this other guy turns up and she's playing with her hair, holding eye contact, smiling and laughing. And the insecurities come up. Now, in these moments, it's really easy to take the soft path and to do what I've said, which is to try and slag him off, try and get in the way, trying to ruin things for them to make yourself feel better. A harder path to take 
is to accept the situation and to use it as a sign of personal growth. Take stock of what's happening in the moment. Because that energy that you're feeling there, that dejected, low feeling of energy, maybe it's a high energy, whatever it may be, that energy there is a source that you can use for growth. It doesn't really matter where the energy comes from, but you can certainly channel it to better your life. If you take the romantic notion out of this and imagine it in a business perspective and you meet someone who's got a more successful business, now, you're not going to be slagging that person off to other people, are you? What you're going to do is think, okay, he's very successful. I, you know, I aspire to be like this guy. I want to see similar results. I'm going to put my energy and my frustration down into getting better. And I think that that is an untold truth of the world that we live in. I think frustration is inevitable. Overwhelm is inevitable. Deflation is inevitable. Burnout is inevitable. Your world coming crashing down when you least expect it is inevitable. Facing challenges that you just didn't expect will will knock you for six. But there's a moment of silence that comes through all this where you come off autopilot. Perhaps it's a month, perhaps it's two months, perhaps it's three months, but there is a moment where you realize that you've been acting out of impulse and acting out of emotion for the past period of your life. And when you have this realization, perhaps you're having it as you listen to this, it's the moment to stop and to recognize that you want to set your life on a better path and to stop acting the same way you're acting and to take all of that energy, all of that frustration, all of those things that aren't going well and to cast your eyes towards the future. I can guarantee you if you're going through a tough period, your body language is looking down a lot. The simple act of lifting your chin up, looking to the sky and imagining your life being better is actually the first step towards changing your life. I know that sounds such a simple thing, but if you just lift up your chin now and look high into the sky and imagine any part of your life being better, I guarantee you'll begin to feel better. And then what happens is when you begin to feel better, then you can start to think better. When you start to think better, you begin to act better. When you begin to act better, your life gets better. And what you'll do is you'll look back on that day where that girl that you like ignored you and preferred the other guy. And you'll be grateful for that moment to have happened because it's a signpost for you to better yourself and to better your life. It's certainly not a path to tear someone else down. It's a way of building yourself back up. Remember, life reflects how you feel on the inside. And if you feel worthless, then you need to go out there and do something that makes you feel worthy. Start small, get some wins under your belt, grow in confidence. As your self-esteem grows, your self-confidence will follow. And then you'll be looking at your life thinking, wow, how different this is from the old days. But don't get me wrong. This is cyclical. And there are times in your life when you're flying high and you feel like you've achieved mastery. Nothing else can touch you anymore. You've overcome all of those insecurities. You don't need to do the hard work anymore. And it is true. You will get a period of your life where you feel like you're floating on air, like you're in the sky, like you've made it. And you'll stop 
doing the things that got you there. You'll stop working hard. You'll stop reading. You'll stop learning. You'll stop doing the things that you did before. You'll probably start partying a bit more, hanging around with the wrong types of people. And before you know it, you've been plunged into chaos again. Apart from this time, it's worse because you've already overcome your outer issues. And now what's happening is you're becoming more aware of the real issues you have in your life and you don't have the coping strategies. You don't know what to do. And a lot of people just stay here for the rest of their life. Beginners luck with their initial success. But in truth, you've got to repeat the cycle and the cycle gets more difficult every single time. But that's your path to success. That's your path to getting better. And that's your right as a human being to accept that life has cycles. I mean, nature has spring, summer, autumn, winter. Why do you think you won't in your life? And what I like to do during these times is I like to get to work. I believe in the law of compounding. And I believe that if, for example, historically looking back on my business, times when my business has been quiet, at the times where I've dug in and I've produced a lot of podcasts, a lot of articles, a lot of really helpful videos for people. And it is true that this doesn't come back straight away. But over time, it's inevitable that that comes back. And what happens is you get a shower of new clients. You literally get a hurricane of turbulent interactions with new clients and everything's flying again. And you think, wow, I've worked this out. This is great. This is the wonderful place. And your ego kicks in. And guess what happens? You feel like you're floating on air again and you go through the same cycle. In my experience, I don't think there's a way of avoiding this cycle. I think it's part of human nature. And I think that we do need to go through good times and we do need to go through difficult times. And I think as we age, I think they they get more difficult because we get closer to our core. We get closer to realizing that we're vulnerable and that we can overcome certain vulnerabilities at a certain point in our life. But as you get more confident, you take on bigger challenges in life and that reflects back bigger insecurities on the inside, which is another opportunity to grow. And then when you look back, if you look back on the last 10 years of your life, are you stronger, weaker, better, or worse? If the answer is stronger, then you know that you've taken some of the right actions moving forward. And then the question is, how do I become a lot stronger in the next 10 years to come? Thinking back to my childhood experience where I was essentially bullied and I had someone who was in my face and trying to bring me down. I was naive and I didn't really understand what was going on, so it didn't affect me. Five or 10 years later, it would have done. And that's what happens when you first start on on a new path. There's a level of naivety that allows you to be bulletproof. So whenever you start off something new, it's called beginner's luck. It's because you're bulletproof, because you aren't aware of what you're not aware of. So whenever you start anything, it's easy. And then as you gain awareness, that's when it gets more difficult. But I'm here to tell you that you can get through it. You can carry on and it will shine again. You will become successful again at any moment in your time. In your life, start to use the law of compounding. Get to work and wait for it to start showering and you won't believe the difference you can make to your life. Talking about products 
and ways in which I've created value to help you. Obviously, this podcast has got over 200 episodes now. My Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel, I publish two or three short format videos a day. I'm also publishing quite a few blogs on the Social Attraction website. So if you wanted any free resources, then they would be a great place to continue your learning. I also have a free How to Approach More Women program, which is available through Teachable, and you can access that through my Social Attraction website too. But I hope this episode has been beneficial to you. Once again, I look or listen to the quality of content that I can produce. And I think about all of the changes I've had to make to my life to be articulate enough to deliver it the way I can with the stories shared with the vulnerability and also with the self-confidence to talk about things and open myself up to criticism around the world. And these are all things that come by taking action, like I was saying in this episode. So I hope you enjoyed today and I will certainly be recording more episodes.